How good is that? Come on, no one but Jesus. No one but Jesus. There's nothing better than you. I'm, man, it's so true. So absolutely true. Glad you joined us this morning. And, uh, you know, you, if you're on our t- in the know list, you'd have got a text uh, message last night just uh, letting you know that we were pausing, pausing our um, in-person services due to the uh, instructions and the restrictions placed this week. You know, pause, it's just a, man, that's just a crazy kind of, crazy kind of term, that, that whole pausing idea. I, I, I don't know about you, but I don't like pausing. I don't like uh, having to wait. I don't like having to slow down. I don't like having to do any of that kind of stuff. And yet, and yet, you know, we we're asked to pause. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, I, <laughs> man, these last six, seven, eight months have been uh, and interesting in one way because, you know, I, I think there's a lot of people believe that there's something going on beyond what we see, which is interesting because as a church, we've always believed there was something going on that we didn't see. And there was always something going on that we didn't, that we didn't acknowledge. In fact, uh, we, we recognize today that, that uh, God's got something going on in your life. God's doing something behind the scenes. God wants to do something behind the scenes in the middle of a pause, in the middle of this. God wants to do something that could not happen any other way. You know, I'm reminded today, reminded today of, uh, of Joseph. And when uh, Joseph met his brothers, and his brothers meant him a lot of harm. They meant him a lot of uh, discouragement. They, they really were trying to kill him. But uh, at the end of the journey, or kind of when Joseph reached the point, uh, at the end of his journey where he met with his brothers and he said, you guys meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. And, and in the middle of a pause, I think God means it for good. You know, there's some different ways that word pause is used. I was writing them down uh, last night. I was thinking, uh, uh, you know, we get sometimes, uh, we get the word pause, we get uh, uh, a pregnant pause. <laughs> a pause can be pregnant, but... Uh, if, if that's the case, then we have an epidemic going on in the church at the moment. Uh, we've got, uh, the, you, you can pause for thought. You get it, you know, I'm going to pause for thought. Uh, you, get a, you get an awkward pause. And if you ever had an awkward pause, you know, in, the, in, in a moment, you sit and all of a sudden you go like, oh, there's an awkward pause. Uh, something going on. And uh, you get a momentary pause. You get a short pause. You get a lengthy pause. You get a pause button. Hit the pause button. You got a, uh, we, were, we were watching, uh, I think it was even live TV the other day, and I walked to the room and said, my wife, can you just pause that while I go out for a minute? And she says, it's live, you can't pause it. You know, some things that don't happen uh, live, that you, you know, things that are happening live, it's hard to pause. And, uh, and there's this expression, give us pause, or something gives us pause, it kind of draws us up short, makes us stop and think, and then there's a pause for breath. We just have to, we've been talking so much, we've been going forward, we just got to pause for breath. But I, I want to I just share a few thoughts this morning uh, on what I think God might be doing right now is that this is a purposeful pause or a pause on purpose. I want to talk today about the power of the pause. Power of pause. Power of, power of that, that momentary pause. Because for most of the time, most of our life, a pause seems like a, an interruption unless we see that God is doing something, and, and God is wanting to do something in, in, in Scripture. In Luke chapter 5, verse 15, you see that Jesus, this is talking about Jesus, but despite Jesus' instructions, the report of his power spread even faster. Vast crowds came to hear him preach and to be healed of their diseases. And, uh, and, but Jesus often, come on, say often with me. Man, if you're in the chat today, I, I'd love you to shout me down. I'd love you to, to just uh, uh, shoot some stuff in there. 
uh, when you agree and when you see what's going on and when you're, uh, when you're hearing something, say, man, that, that applies to me. I just shoot it in there. And uh, let's have some feedback this morning. But Jesus often, often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. He, he, he often paused on purpose. Jesus took time in his, I mean, there, it's, it, it's indisputable, I think, that Jesus was busy. Jesus was, uh, was active everywhere he go. He couldn't get away from crowds. He couldn't get away from, from the people. He, he, they wanted something. They were always pulling something out of him. They were demanding things of him. How many of you live in a world that demands things of us? Demands so much stuff in it. And, 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 and Jesus was being pulled on. It was being demanded of him. And so he had a practice in his life where he paused on purpose on a regular basis. He, took it, he, didn't, he didn't look at a pause as a negative thing. He looked at a pause as a time for God to do something in his life, for, for him to relate to God in a way that, that he couldn't any other time if he hadn't stopped to pause. We stopped to pause. In, 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 uh, whether it was a regular pause, he'd stop and he'd, he'd get away and he'd connect with God and, and God would do something in his life. He'd pray and he'd be empowered and be strengthened and he'd be encouraged and he'd be ready to go on and do that, that he was called to do. In uh, Matthew chapter 14, verse 13, this is a, another time when Jesus paused. It says, as soon as Jesus heard the news, he said, what news? Well, he'd heard that John the Baptist was killed. Uh, bad news, uh, absolutely bad news. He, he'd heard that, that, G, that John the Baptist, his forerunner, his, his ministry uh, colleague, his cousin had been killed, not just died, had been killed, tragic circumstances. So he immediately left in a boat to a remote area to be alone because he knew the power of the pause in his life, that he would pause and he would be alone but the crowds heard it where he was headed, followed him on foot from many towns because he had something. People like, we need to embrace, we need to understand the power of the pause in our life. You know, there are some things that, that just can't happen in the busyness of our life. And again, I, I want to suggest, and I've been suggesting this for a while, I've been suggesting this for a few months that maybe there's some things that God wants to do and that God can only do for you and in you in the middle of a pandemic where we have to pause. Maybe there's some things that God can only do in you right now that he couldn't do a year ago because of the situation and the circumstances in our life. If we continue to look and we say, hey, this is inconvenient, this is unnecessary, this is difficult. Yeah, all of those things are true. But here's the point. Is God planning, is God wanting to do something in your life right now that he couldn't do if you don't embrace the power of the pause? If we don't embrace the power of the pause, God sometimes can't do things in our life. You know, I, I, I think of, you know, a pause. Sometimes, you know, the, the truth is a pause can just be a pause. It's, it can't help us. Sometimes, you know, we could go through this whole time, and, and, and my biggest fear is that as a church or as individuals that, that we would waste the opportunities that God gives us right now. Yeah, we feel like things have been rolled back this week, and it was shocking to us, and, and you know, I was listening on the news, and I'd heard it was going to come on Thursday that we'd have to pause our gatherings again, and, you know, everything inside of me, I don't want to do that, or maybe we should defy that, maybe we do all these kinds of things wrong, wrong inside of me. 
saying, I, I don't want to do this, I want to do it. But, but maybe God still wants to do something that we can only get. Maybe we tried to get back to where we were, but what God wants to do is he wants to take us someplace new. Where does God want to take you new in your life today? In the middle of an uncertain time, in the middle of a restriction, maybe God says, hey, I've eliminated all the distractions in your life. I've eliminated the extra uh, uh, draw on your life, the extra intensity in your life, so that you can take a moment to pause and actually encounter me in a way like you never could before, or you never could in any other circumstances. You know, I think, and I was praying about this morning as I was getting ready to share, getting ready to preach today, and and uh, I, I just got used to being able to preach in front of a live crowd again, and I, man, I was loving it. Last week, I was just loving being able to preach to a live group of people, but as I was praying, praying and <laughs> praying, I was preparing, I don't know who said that. I was preparing, I was praying. And I was praying, and I was thinking about stuff, and I was thinking, you know, this, for, there's some people in our church right now, there's some of you watching today, there's some of you gonna watch later in the day, that right now is the time that God has appointed for you in this momentary pause, in this, in this pause, God has anointed for you that you're gonna get free of that anxiety that you've had. Because see here, this thing's happened. Now we've had this all go on. And it's going, and all this stuff's happening and, and this anxiety is rising up and it's become manifest. You see, here's what the Holy Spirit does in our life. The Holy Spirit brings things to light in our spirit so that he can deal with them because then we recognize them. And in the middle of this, some of us, this anxiety is coming up in, and saying, you know, right now, God wants to deliver you from that anxiety. In this pause, God wants to set you free from the anxiety that controlled your life a year and a half ago, but before the end of this pandemic is over, you're gonna be free of anxiety because you're gonna embrace the power of this pause and say, God, you're gonna deliver me from this anxiety. Some of us are, uh, some of us, maybe it was a control issue. We've been, we've just been fighting. We, we just had to be in control, and all of a sudden, everything got out of control. Man, I had no control this week on Thursday when Dr. Bonnie Henry said, hey, no more gatherings for worship. And, and I, everything inside of me, that's not fair, that's not right. I wrote a letter to my premier, I, I, I called my MLS, and I'm not gonna let this be out of my control, but then God whispered in my heart and saying, I'm not out of control, I got it, I got it. Maybe God wants to deal with our issues of control. We've been trying to control our life so much over the last few years that now, that God could never really get in there. God could never get into our life. He could never do what he wanted to do because we had it all under control. Well, now it's not under control. And maybe if we embrace this power, embrace this pause, if we embrace what God wants to do, God's gonna set you free today from having to control everything and actually moving to a place from control to trust. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and he will direct your path. Maybe your destiny, maybe what God really has for you is just on the other side of you laying down some control. And, this, and when we embrace this pause, God's gonna set us free from that ability to be in control, that requirement, that necessity to be in control. And when we release it and God releases us from it, we get set free in this moment of pause that we're gonna trust in him and our path is gonna be more sure, more uh, direct, more destined to what God has for us than ever, ever before. Maybe it's control, maybe it's a fear. 
Maybe you've been living your life up till this year. You've been living in fear, and, 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 and now what's happened, it's, man, it, it, it's not just fear. It's, it's just compounded fear. This week, the fear of being alone just got ma- magnified for you. The fear of all sorts of fears just kind of have increased over the year. But maybe, maybe this, this pandemic, maybe God's purpose in this isn't just to to let us experience fear, but bring it to the surface so God can set us free. I'm believing today this people, and this some is watching today, man, you're gonna be set free from fear like never before. And you're gonna rise up in faith. We're gonna be out of this. We're gonna be a people of faith like never before because fear doesn't live in the same place as faith. And as fear goes, we're gonna rise up in faith if we embrace the pause. If we recognize the power of this pause, that God wants to do something in your life, there's some things that God can only do right now that he could never do any other time. God wants to do something in your life. I, I don't know what, all, what it all is. I don't know every, every area that God wants to deal with. Maybe the fear of being alone. Loneliness. Well, we had an epidemic. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day and said, you know, we've had a, we had an epidemic of loneliness before we ended up having to be isolated. But maybe when we embrace this pause, we realize that we'll never be lonely because the God who loves us said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. No matter if everybody else left us, no matter if everybody else forsook us, no matter if everybody else couldn't come over and see us, my God will never forsake us. God will never forsake us. Maybe, maybe right now in the middle of this pause, God's going to set free, set us free from that fear of being alone. And I just say right now, just, you know, I just really feel like right now, even some, some rooms right now, some, maybe your bedroom or maybe your your living room right now, you just felt that wave of loneliness come over. Right now, God, just come and just put, put the assurance that I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I, God is as constant. God is, is as, as secure and as permanent as the world. God loves you with an undying, everlasting love. Man, I think, church, I, I, I really believe today, and in a few minutes, we're going to spend some time praying, and, but you know, I, I just really think today that God wants to do some stuff in each of our individual lives. That in this pause, we can fight it. We can say we don't like it, and that would all be true. But I can't remember a time in my life when I really ever liked when God was changing me. I can't ever remember a time when I happily and graciously accepted God's opportunity to change. And it's no different right now that God would change us and transform us more into the image of his son than ever, ever before. You know, I recognize that, that in embracing the pause, it's, it's not always easy. Not always easy to embrace the pause. Jesus regularly pulled himself away and, Jesus regularly took himself aside to connect with God and to uh, rejuvenate and restore his own spirit and soul. And in that, he, uh, he always came out powerful, more, more powerful. He always came out more 
with more authority. And, you know, in the last few weeks, months, I guess, um, my wife and, and I've had some conversations with our, our overseer, Pastor Lauren and Pastor Kelly. And, uh, you know, we just celebrated 30 years as pastoring this church and uh, felt so loved with all the celebrations and all of that going on. And, and we went to our pastors really and said, hey, we just need some counsel. We want to know how we, can, how we can go into this next stage of our ministry in this church and our next stage in our ministry leading this church. And how can we go into it in, in the strongest way possible? And how can we... And how can we go with fresh vision? And how can we go with that? And after some uh, quite a bit of conversation, uh, we concluded or really came to the conclusion that uh, it would be beneficial for myself to take a purposeful pause. And uh, on the advice, actually, after consulting with uh, uh, Pastor Lauren Kelly and talking to our church board and exec team, um, I'm going to be taking a, a three-month sabbatical uh, at the, starting the end of this month. Of course, the church is in great hands. My wife uh, doesn't, uh, uh, doesn't want to do that, isn't going to be there. She's going to continue to lead and through this. And, uh, of course, Pastor Josiah is going to be involved a lot more. But we're going to uh, take some time. I'm going to take some time in a purposeful pause to rejuvenate and revision. Because I think our days ahead are way better than the days behind us. I think what God has for us is always more than what he's given us in the past. God's, fu God's future for you is always better than the past. And so as I take these three months of sabbatical to uh, recharge, reinvigorate, revision, I'm looking forward to what God's going to do in our church and where God's going to take us in the future. Hey, I want to pray for you this morning. And uh, I, I just want to pray for you, whatever's going on in your life right now, whatever God's brought to the surface in the middle of this pause, that you would have the courage and the strength and encouragement to just push through, just to, just to, to embrace what God's going to do in your life in this season that he could never do any other time. Hey, would you bow your heads? Would you pray with me? Father, right now I pray in Jesus' name. I pray in Jesus' name for every person watching today, every person, person engaging today, tuned in today. Lord, I, I pray for a, a, an embracing of the pause in our life. God, I, I pray, God, for, for the epidemic of loneliness to be destroyed. God, I pray for anxieties to fall off. God, I pray for control issues to be taken away. God, I pray for trust to increase, for faith to increase. God, that we would become, <laughs> through this pause, we would become the people you've called us to be, to fulfill the purpose you've called us to fill. In Jesus' name, amen.